enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am joined today by, again, Mark Phelan, my co-host. Hey, Mark. Yep, you can't get rid of me yet. No, I'm trying, but no, no, I'm never trying. I love having you here. You are the wind beneath my wings, and you make it fun to be here. Hold on, let me write that down. (laughs) It's good, right? Yeah, it's true. And today we're talking about a fun topic, dating. To date or not to date? To date or not to date. Yeah, and uh, we have some experience in the dating world, in the dating department. And I do coach a lot of people in dating. And it's a different world now in dating than it used to be. And next week, I'm going to be interviewing an expert on internet dating. Today, we're talking about dating. And when it comes to dating, really what we're talking about in this show are two things. One, are you ready to date? Because there do need to be some things that you want to prepare for that you need to think about if you want to date successfully. And then the other thing is, how do you know if you're dating the right person? You don't want to waste your time with the wrong person. When to say when. Yeah, when to say when, when to say yes, when to say no. And these are important things to consider when you're dating. And a lot of people get caught up in the whole dating scene. Like, how do I know if I'm doing it right? And what do I say? What do I do? And this person isn't texting me back or they didn't call or they called, but then they didn't show up. And so there's a lot of things to think about. Try and impress somebody overly with baubles and possessions and things. And you're never real. Yeah. Try I mean, be real. Right. A lot of people, I think, think of dating as sort of an interview, right? And yeah. I've had people say, yeah, I don't like dating because it's like an interview. It's like an audition. It's even worse. Right? Yeah. And really, I'm going to say one of the first things to think about when you're dating is such an important thing is to be yourself. Because first of all, if you do have somebody who likes you, you want them to actually like you, not who they think you are based on you feeling like you need to act like a certain person or be a certain way to get this person to like you. Because the facade is going to fall apart with cracks in a heartbeat if you're not yourself. It's just a matter of time. And if they don't like you for who you are, then you don't want to be with them. Bafangu! Exactly. Next. You just say next. So I think a lot of people also think about dating as looking for their lifelong partner. Yes. All or nothing. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with knowing that you would like to find somebody who you want to spend your life with. But that's not what a date is. A date is just an opportunity to get to know someone. Have some fun. And have some fun, exactly. Because if it's not fun... Exactly. Who wants it? Especially, you figure the classic Friday night or Saturday night date. You've had a busy, hard work week. Last thing you want to do is make more work for you by working on a date. Right. So the idea is be yourself have fun. It's just an opportunity to have fun, to meet somebody who you might want to get to know better. And that's it. Take it one date at a time. So if you go out with somebody and you think, hmm, this person is somebody who I would like to get to know better. Well, then you go on another date. If there are some clear deal breakers, you know, you're seeing red flags all over the place, you might want to consider having a second date or not. Exactly. 
You know, and but you also want to be generous. You want to approach it with generosity. When you meet someone new and they're meeting someone new, it's not uncommon for people to be a little bit nervous. It's it is awkward. It is like a job interview. It's like an audition. That initial impression you're going to make is either going to be authentic and great, or you're going to be nervous and you're not yourself, but you should got to allow that other person those same latitude that, okay, let's take a deep breath. Let's just get to know each other and chill and relax, and then just go down the path and see where the little path leads you. Right. And remember, this is not an audition or an interview for marriage. Exactly. This is just a date. It's Mm -hmm. just a way to meet somebody and have some fun. And if you remember that, I think it helps. The other thing is we're talking about, you know, what kind of person do you want to be with, but you need to be the person that you want to attract. Exactly. Right? So if you want somebody who is together, you know, maybe they're spiritually connected or they're emotionally intelligent or they're successful, you want somebody like that, somebody who can express their emotions, somebody who looks good, who takes care of themselves. You need to be that person. Sure. You make your list of your priorities, the, the preferables, I call them, versus the absolutes. If you have a list of absolutes, then you're going to be grossly disappointed. Exactly. Right. Um, unless you're calling up a uh, 1-800-HOOKER and they'll be whatever you want to be because you'll pay a price for it. Right. This is this is not like I need to find somebody who is this tall, makes this much money, exactly. has and this color eyes. How many times have we heard about that? You know, tall, dark, and handsome, successful, loves children, long walks on the beach. <laughs> you know, right. and you have the laundry list of not just requests. It seems sometimes when I was in that dating crap world, and I only reason I call it crap world is because back when I was on the online, it was these. It weren't just re- requests; they were like demands. Must this, 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 this must be successful must like long trips, must like European vacations. Like, okay, must hang up. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, there might be some must for you and that's okay for you to know, but be realistic here. I'm a little older, so there's a lot of must on me. (laughs) There is no perfect person. You're not a perfect person. You don't need to pretend you are. As a matter of fact, you'll probably be more attractive if you show some vulnerability and show who you actually are and not trying to impress them or pretend that you're something. You will be more attractive because you'll be more authentic. And, you know, you want to, again, be realistic. What's most important for you? That this person is easy to talk to, that they know how to listen, that they take time to be interested in you. And we talked about that in our talking about talking episode, but it's worth mentioning again that when you're on a date, you want to be interested in your partner. You do want to ask them questions, not an interrogation. Right. Motivational interviewing is a good style where you just take a deep breath and let them speak. They have to let you speak. There was a thing we just saw that was very funny. He said, you know, you might as well stop talking because I stopped listening five minutes ago. Right. I mean, in a way, that's bluntly honest, but it's true. If you are monopolizing the conversation, sooner or later, you're going to see that little kind of glazed over look. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry, what? Right. If you if you see your partner's eyes start to glaze over exactly. or shut, you, you might want to stop. the proverbial look at the watch, eye looking around, the sh- over the shoulder. Huh. You know, when you see it, when you hear those, boy, it's taking a long time for the food to get it because you're dying for something to be in their mouth so they'll shut up. <laughs> 
But again, remember, it is not uncommon for people to be a little bit nervous. But you do want to prepare, right? Again, you want to make sure that you are in a place in your life, if you are looking for a partner, that you're ready for that. If you just want to date because you want to hook up or you just need someone to go out with and have a good bingo, time. Bingo, bango, bango. Great. Then that's, that's one thing. As long as it's mutual, absolutely. Yeah, and that is important. You know, you don't want to say that you're looking for a long-term relationship and you're really looking for a hookup. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be honest. Well, that's that was important. The, that was the old, uh, to be kind of crude, when Match.com first came along, their deal was the crude version was Snatch.com <laughs> because guys would basically say, yeah, oh, yeah I'll tell them anything they want to hear, but in the first date, I'm going to see if I'm going to score or not. And look, at there are people out there still like that, men and women, who are not going to well, be honest. Well, now they have the actual hookup websites. There's the difference. Yeah, but still, y- you still need to be cautious and so pay attention. You really want to pay attention to your to your feelings. If you don't feel quite right or something exactly. isn't isn't trust measuring your instincts. up, you have to trust your instincts. You really, really do. That's the beauty of the advent of Uber. I think Uber has been the best invention for dating because you're not obliged to sit there and, well, we went to a nice restaurant in Malibu. Now I'm stuck out here. No more. You can say, here's a little note for my date. I'm leaving. And you get in the car and go home. Yeah, but let's talk about that too. Let's talk about safety. Now, you know, internet dating, again, we're going to talk about that next week. But there are times that you are going to meet someone. Maybe you'll meet them, you know, anywhere in a bar, mm-hmm. at a grocery market, somewhere where you don't even know them. It could even be somebody who's fixing you up. So you meet somebody or you're going out with somebody and you really don't know who they are. Neutral place. You want to be cautious. Exactly. Absolutely. You don't want to tell them where you live. You don't want them to pick you up. You don't want to give them too much information about yourself. And if that sounds paranoid, it's forgive called, me. It's called being safe. But you, Forget paranoid. you really do need to be cautious and be safe. And, and let's face it, not to be sexist, but we're talking about predominantly women who are in this position. And but there are lots of female stalkers out there, too. Sure. I mean, you, you know, I think men should be careful, too. I, I'm looking for one. I'll give you my number when we get off the air. If you're interested, let us know. We all need to be safe. And on that note, we don't want to give everything up about us or tell our whole life story the first time we meet either. You want to have those little humorous anecdotes for date two and three and four. Last thing you want to do is just, okay, boom. All right, I've expended my entire bio. You've been laughing your butt off. Next time you're together, it's like, what happened to this guy? Right, and you want them to know who you are, but you don't want them to know everything about who you are because, you know, some things, let's just face it, they're a little more difficult to digest sometimes. Sure. So, you know, you want to get someone to feel more comfortable with you and you with them. But you do definitely need you, to be safe. I, I'm a firm believer in you can embellish things, but don't flat out lie. Don't be stupid. If you're a guy, don't say you played in the NFL. Don't. If you were in the military, you were in special forces. Don't embellish the point where you can get busted in a heartbeat. Because this thing called Google now, where you can get Googled right out of a second, third, and fourth date. Because it's it's so unnecessary. Yeah, and it's like we said before, there's just no point in lying. Exactly. Because if you are lying to project a personality or person who you are not, mm-hmm. what's the point? Unless you're just looking to hook up and, right. and trick this person. There again, it's, it's mutual or you will get busted. Yeah. If you're married, if you're living with someone, and I've heard this a few times actually from a person I used to work with, I would overhear him work in the bar saying, nah, I'm not happy in my marriage. Yeah, we're separated. Knowing full well, she doesn't understand. Exactly. How many times have we heard that nonsense? (laughs) It's almost like rewind, play. 
okay, so she doesn't understand you, so you're in a bar trying to get nailed by another total stranger. Hmm, six months from now, I'm going to be that one you're going to be trying to screw around And here's the problem, and I think this is true with men and women, that sometimes we want to feel loved. We want to feel desired. And sometimes we get that validation from the outside in, right? So if somebody pays attention to us, if somebody wants to go out with us, if somebody wants to sleep with us even, we get our our, we'll say, self-esteem hit Mm -hmm. that way. And when we're in that position, when we're trying to get this person to like us, to give us some attention so we can feel better about ourselves, that is never a good position to be in. Which is why if you're going to go out there and you want to find a partner, whether it's a short-term partner or a long-term partner or a lifetime partner, you want to be secure with yourself. You want to be confident. And that is an important thing. And what I always like to tell my clients is be the chooser. You want to be the chooser, not the choosy. So you don't want to be thinking, oh, is this person going to like me and trying to say things so that they are going to Mm -hmm. like you and they're going to ask you out again. You want, if you find yourself doing that, just tell yourself, no, I want to be the chooser. And instead of thinking about, do they like me? Turn that around and say, is this somebody that I want to see again? Is this person somebody that I want to spend my time with? That's a really important thing because that's really all that matters. And if they don't want to be with you, the truth is you don't want to be with them. You don't want to hang out with somebody who doesn't recognize who you are or honor you. And, you know, obviously they're not going to cherish you immediately, but at Mm -hmm. least honor who you are and appreciate something about you. They want to go out with you again. And if they don't, next. Exactly. Do not put yourself in a position where your entire day, your week, your month is made up on the acceptance of someone's date. The idea you've asked somebody out and they've turned you down, your day is ruined. Right. And then don't play the game of, well, I'm going to show her how much I like her. I'm going to be tenacious. It works in movies. So I'll send her flowers and I'll send her a little gift box to her house. Guess what? People, if they're not in, they're not in. Too much, too soon, we'll just chase. The door is closed. It's locked. It'll chase somebody away. And it also will put the onus on them. So now they're not even going to just even be uh, friendly if they see you in the hall or at work. They're going to avoid you and you're going to feel even worse. Well, when you're being chased or pursued too much, then the tendency is to pull away. Yeah, it's a little scary anyway. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. We we maybe had coffee one time and a couple of, we've spent 40 minutes talking and now I'm getting cards and gifts and flowers. It's like, whoa. I know it sounds romantic. But it's way too over the top. Yeah. So you really want to proceed slowly. And if you really like somebody, it's okay to let them know that you like them. This isn't sure. about you know having to withhold everything. But sometimes it does mean withholding something. Yeah, Always leave up, them wanting more. Sure. If they show up with keys like to an Aston Martin, well, then we'll have to reconsider. <laughs> so certain gifts are okay. But yeah, you just, you don't want to just give it all away. And you don't certainly want to be pursuing somebody heavily. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to pretend that you don't care. You know, so the whole game of, oh, well... You know, I went. I really like this person. We really hit it off, but I'm going to wait a week or two so he or she doesn't think I'm too into them. I mean, that's ridiculous. And if they're saying, let's go to Vegas on the second date, you know what that means. They want to get you out of town, so you have no choice but to sleep with them. Well, let's talk about that, because sex is on my list mm-hmm. of what we need to talk about. When do you sleep with somebody? It's a personal decision. Sure. And there are people who they don't care. They'll just, they just want to get laid. Bingo, bingo, bingo. And there are the ones I talked about before who they feel like they're loved or feeling validated if somebody wants to sleep with them. 
And ultimately, you got to be careful about that. Mm -hmm. I think you need to get clear about that. What is it you really want? I mean, I tend to be on the conservative side. I just think that there's no sleep with Republicans. (laughs) There's just no reason to rush having sex with somebody. I think you need to feel comfortable with them. So much better. You definitely need to know that you are safe physically Mm -hmm. and emotionally. Look, I don't think you need to be married or in love, but if you think you need to be married or in love, that's your choice. And you need to let that person know, maybe not on the first date, but I do think it's an important conversation to have. Well, there's nothing hotter than having that percolating lust that turns into desire and then wants. And it's just like, man, this is, oh, I just can't wait. And if it's mutual, holy crap, there goes the fireworks. It's just going to get better. And that's that too much too soon. You sleep with somebody on the first, second or third date, it takes all the mystery and okay you know what yeah we went out once uh, i think we shared a burger uh got netflix yeah and i nailed her okay <sighs> next it's just yeah now uh, there are i mean there sure, are couples who sleep together the first second third sure. date and they end up having a lifetime of happiness exactly. together but, but that, they're missing out on oh, that opportunity yes, that time where the temperature rises and rises and you could play around a little but you don't go all the way kind of thing it just it's old school but it's fun it is. It's I mean, also it, very romantic. Then you plan the weekend getaway knowing full well what's going to happen, but you're just salivating. And if, if you feel comfortable and safe with this mm-hmm. person and you have that time for that anticipation and that heat to grow, sure. it's going to be a better experience. Sure. You know, if you can't even really feel comfortable talking to this person about birth control, mm-hmm. STDs, you know, things that are uncomfortable to talk about. Because I used to teach human sexuality at a college course. And I would ask people, you know, have you, when you sleep with somebody, do you talk about birth control? Do you talk about STDs? And they're like, no, that's too, that's too embarrassing. That's too hard. It's not too hard for them to have sex, but it's too hard for them to have those conversations. I'm like, if you don't feel comfortable enough to have those conversations, you know, maybe you shouldn't be having sex with this person. And how interesting, if someone doesn't feel comfortable in conversation about the most intimate thing you can do with a person, start naked, but you don't want to talk about the conversation about it. How silly is that when you think it? About is it is silly. And talking about it can be fun. STDs. Well, that's not fun. I'll blow you. <laughs> yeah. Talking about STDs is not so fun. But let's face it, it's risky out there. Mm-hmm. And do you want to sleep with a girl who doesn't really demand that you wear a condom or get tested? Because if she's not, guess what? She's not for anyone else. So you go out, guys, if you go out with a girl, and this goes both ways, of course. Um, could be girl going out with a guy or girl going out with a girl, guy going out with a guy. You go out with somebody and they want to hook up with you, have sex on the first to third mm-hmm. date, and they're not asking you about birth control or STDs. Guess what? How many other people have they had sex with who they also didn't demand? Well, the scary thing is, one thing, if they're not asking about STDs, probably they already have it, so they're not worried about getting it. That's the scary part. Well, it, but it then the be. fact that they're not caring about birth control, I'm sorry, then they're a little stupid. Right. Yeah. I mean... You know, you got to think about these things. And, you know, there's always the, well, it just happened. We got caught up in the moment, which is why you want to have these conversations, not when you're naked in bed, you know, ready to get it on. You know, these are conversations you want to have before you're ready to have sex, not the first date. You've been dating somebody for a few weeks and you feel like, okay, this is going somewhere. And you also want to be clear with them. Again, this is you finding out your boundaries because I'm not going to tell you what's right for you. But if it's important for you that when you start having sex with someone that they are exclusive, that they're not having sex or sleeping with anyone else... Well, then you need to let them know that. Right. I mean, that's important. And if not, then that's okay, too. We all but get to a, make our choices. It's a, it's a completely different relationship. But you want to know that ahead of time. 
yeah, you want to know what sex means to this person. Cause you know, they may say, no, I just, I just really like, it's a good sure. time and I enjoy it. And that's great. Nothing wrong with that. But you want to make sure you're on the same page. Cause if for you having sex means exclusivity or more of a commitment or potential for a longer term relationship, mm-hmm. it, that's not fair that you don't let that person know either. Right. And if that's not where they're at, again, nobody's wrong here, but you want to make sure you're on the same page. I still remember back in the day and it, the reason I remembered back in the day is because it still annoys me to this day that I was going out with a girl kind of thinking I was building a relationship. It was fun. It was great. Never really crossed the threshold of actually having sex. Didn't get to that point. Unbeknownst to me, when I left, her boyfriend would come over <laughs> and drive it home. I'm basically taking her out to dinner, going to a movie something, and then basically turning the pilot light on and she can have full flame on. Unbeknownst to me, yeah, that was going on. And I was stunned to find that out. I don't even understand why. Because I was stupid. No, I mean, I don't understand. What What was she doing? She was having a good time with two guys. She was, I was. He knew, but you didn't know. No, I was, inter- yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was entertaining and I was just having a great time. We were having nice meals and stuff. And even went to a, a, a concert down in Orange County, the whole nine yards, drop her off. And the boyfriend shows up. And so that brings us to, you probably want to make sure, again, depending on what you're looking for, but if you want a relationship, that this person is actually emotionally and physically available. Available. Right? Because there are people who are not. You know, maybe they just got over a breakup. Maybe they just got over a divorce. Maybe they're not divorced. Maybe they're dating somebody who they're kind of on the fence with. Why waste your time? You have to know what you're worth, that you have value. What do you have to offer somebody? Because if you feel confident, right, and you are the chooser, you are going to make better decisions. When you are coming from a needy place, from a a place where you are not feeling as confident as you could be, you know what? You're not going to make good choices. You're going to settle. I remember a long time ago, I was dating some guy and an ex-boyfriend. We were still really good friends. It wasn't you, somebody else. And I said, I just don't know. I just can't decide if I want to stay with this guy or I want to end it with this guy. And he said, if you were at the top of your game, like you were feeling at your best, your most confident self, would you still want to go out with this guy? I said, absolutely not. He said, well, then you need to end it. If you're not the chooser, you're the loser. (laughs) Ooh, I like it. That's good. Three snaps and a handshake on that one. That is good. If you're not the chooser, you're the loser. I love it. It's my new thing. I'm stealing it. There it is. Yeah, you heard it here. No, it's good. It's really good. But it's true. And so you need to really be in that place of confidence, knowing that you are worthy of love, knowing what you have to offer, being the chooser, you will make better choices. Mm -hmm. And think back, if all of you who are listening, think back to all of those dates and relationships that didn't end well. The ones that went wrong. God knows mm-hmm. I have mine. I have some in right at the forefront of my head right now. Mm-hmm. And right? And we you all think do. yeah, and you think back, we all that's true, mm-hmm. we all do. And you think, what went wrong? And you think, you know what? I knew something was wrong. But you made the choice because it seemed like the right thing at the time probably was made out of some place of fear. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna do better. Um, you know, he or she is not that bad. Right. Maybe you're banking on potential. Mm-hmm. Well, I know they have the potential. Yeah, they're a loser right now, but I really see that they have the potential to be a winner. Right. <laughs> well, the craziest thing about we're talking about dating anyway 
it's that mystery. It's the the cosmic forces that align properly. When you actually, I, I remember back literally watching a couple kind of sit down and have dinner together once. And I was just, how did they meet? Why did they decide that they were going to be together? And it turned out they were have celebrating a 25th wedding anniversary. And it's, what was the moment that they looked into each other's eyes and realized, you're the one. And it's always going to be that cosmic thing of you never know if it's going to be this one, could be the next one, the one down the yep. road. You don't have to settle. Exactly. Settle for yourself, you, first of all. Be true to yourself. Be happy with yes. your own self and your own skin. Don't rely on someone else to fulfill you. And then move forward. Exactly. Make sure you are fulfilled in other areas of exactly. your life. If you are coming from a needy place, mm-hmm. it's not good. And you're right. I mean, I love what you say that... it. It just takes one person, yeah. and that person could be the next one you meet. It could be, you know, the 10th person you meet, yeah. but that person is there, and if you are wasting your time with the wrong person, you're wasting your time, and there's no room for the right person to come into your life and into your heart. Exactly. Think of the classic uh, Vegas metaphor. How many freaking dollars you got to put in that slot machine mm-hmm. before you hit a jackpot? Sometimes you just got to get up and walk away, Yeah, because it's not going to be that one. I love that. Yeah. Write that down. That's another good one. Oh, Mark, you're on fire. You are on fire tonight. But it's true. Just walk away. Sometimes it is the best thing. But I also can understand, and we have to appreciate, that it's not always easy. Or inherently want to be with someone. You feel lonely. But if you feel lonely, that is something for you to pay attention to. If you are lonely and you feel like you need a partner, then you got to get your life together. You got to get engaged in some things that you're passionate about and have fun. live in an area that's small and reserved, then you have limited resources. In an area like LA County, I'm sorry, there's no excuse. You got 15 different universities that all have uh, education for adults and programs and, and certificate programs and there's clubs and there's always a lecture, there's music. You can join any kind of an organization where you can socialize. Then you can meet people and guess what? To me, in my history... The best I've ever had have been networking through friends. Yeah. That's the best referrals I've ever got. Yeah. So, you know, that's a whole other topic. How mm-hmm. do you actually meet people? Uh, but I do think that when you are a happy person and you are filling your life with passions and activities and social events, sure. you know, and you're open, mm-hmm. you're probably going to meet someone. Music class, or, uh, cooking class, language class. I mean, all these yeah. things. It, it, what, what do you find when you meet somebody right off the bat? You have something in common. Right. And you're not doing these classes to meet someone. Bingo. That's important. So you're not exactly. attached to the outcome. And by the way, the same thing with the date. Mm-hmm. If you're so connected to the outcome, oh, this person has to like me. Oh, I want to make sure that you get mm-hmm. to go out again. If you're so connected to the outcome, you're not going to be enjoying the moment. And it's the same thing if you're taking a class or you're getting involved in an activity. Do it because you love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, be open. Talk to everybody because you never know. You can meet a girlfriend or a guy friend, sure. not just a romantic partner. But it's also fun getting out there and socializing with people. So enjoy the journey. And maybe you'll meet someone. But even if you don't, you are growing. And you've met somebody that could be a great friend. Exactly. And even if you don't, you're still growing. Mm -hmm. And you don't even need to have people. It's good to do social activities. But you can be happy alone, taking walks, playing with your pets, uh, reading a good book, Mm -hmm. watching a good movie, doing some writing, 
doing some meditation, dancing in your living room. I mean, there's lots of things that you sure. that you can do. It's just really loving yourself mm-hmm. and loving your own company. Because if you don't love your own company, how can you expect anybody else to love your own company? Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So if you feel like you are in this needy place and you need this partner in your life, yeah, they're not going to find you as attractive as you would like. Yeah, the word needy isn't on too many people's lists of must-have. You mean where they, yeah. they the, the, need something, yeah. Yeah, the, the must-have I have to have with this person, I need them to be needy. Nobody wants that. Yeah, and again, you know, need is such a it's such a crazy word for me because I, I think it's important as us humans to recognize that yeah, we do need other people. When we love somebody, we want, to, we want them to feel that we need them in our life, but that's different than needy. So when yeah. I use the word needy, that's kind of like, well, I... I can't live without this person. Right. Uh, I, I love them because I need them, not I need them because I love them. So these are things to think about and really a time for you to feel good alone. When you know you feel good alone, you're in good shape. You're probably ready to go out there and date. And that's really what it's about. It is about really taking some chances it does take courage to go out there and mm-hmm. meet new oh, yeah. people, right? <laughs> go through the, the process of talking to somebody who yeah. you don't know. Absolutely. So it does take some courage. It sometimes means doing something that you may not feel comfortable with, but ultimately it's worth it. And I think if you listen to a lot of the things that we talked about tonight, it's really about just meeting somebody, having fun, you being the chooser, you feeling ready to be in that place, you listening to what's going on, going at a slow pace. You're going to have a better time because that's what it's all about. And that's what we're all here for. We are here to help. So that's it. And like I said, next week we're going to be talking about online dating. We're actually going to be interviewing an expert. And that's a whole other world to navigate. Yep. But an important one because I think there's a lot of, I mean, look, there's things you got to be careful about when you're going online. But there's so many opportunities to meet people mm-hmm. that you otherwise would not. Absolutely. So it's important to have the right, the right knowledge, the right skills, the right information when you are going down that path. Because I think some people do it and they get really frustrated in that process. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that. Please send us any of your dating success stories and any questions you have. You can go to my website, drlauriebuckley.com. You can send Mark or I an email. And we always love hearing from you. And we always appreciate you listening to us. So everyone, happy dating. Absolutely. Let's hear it. Have fun. Remember, what, what do we say? If, if you're, you're not a, a chooser, chooser, you're, you're a, a loser. loser. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Booyah.